0: Marquise Higgins is out as wide receivers coach at the University of Virginia and the fan base explodes. You are locked on Virginia, your daily podcast on the Virginia Cavaliers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good day, viewers and listeners. I am your host, Big Law, Lawrence Johnson, and welcome to the Locked On Virginia Cavaliers Podcast, the first place to come to get your Wahoo fix every day as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. The date is one twenty-five, two 2023 Yes, it is your hump day here at Locked On Virginia, and we're going to help you get over that hump so that it's all downhill running right into the weekend. Uh, our title sponsor today is FanDuel. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sports book of locked on make every moment more visit fanduel.com forward slash locked on today to get started so yes everybody as i said be, you know in the beginning here uh with marquis haggins out as the wide receivers coach uh for the university of virginia cavaliers the fan base is irate it explodes um I don't know if I've seen such a visceral and maybe visceral is a little strong, but maybe a, a visceral act uh, or, or a fan base being this fan base in particular being so upset over losing a coach. Um, and the reason why is because, you know, Marquise Higgins is uh you know, a homegrown player. And let, and let me give you the history why he's, so beloved and why, you know, everyone is really upset with what's going on. Um, and, and some of this, you know, is from speculation, but some of it, you know, I can't say everything, but some of it, you know, you can read between the lines, but I'm gonna give you, you know, some of the real of what I know, you know, and some of the things that, that I've heard. I'm gonna kind of give it to you now. So Marquis Hagens, yes. Um, homegrown product uh, from the Hampton Rose area from the 757, uh, played on the peninsula uh, in uh, Hampton Roads. And, of course, everybody knows how talented the 757 is uh, in the state of Virginia. Of course, it's where you know, um, the, you know, know, Chris Slade is from. It's where um, Terry Kirby's from. It's also f- from where Michael Vick is from. It's just a ton of talent that have come out here. Andrew Brown. Uh, Quinn Blanding, you know, have come out of 757. So in order to really capture the state, I think you really have to uh, do a great job of recruiting the uh, the 757, you know, uh, Southeast Virginia, if you really want to claim the state of Virginia, which the entire recruiting classes in all of the Power 5 schools in the state of Virginia has been getting their lunch money taken from them. From the likes of Penn State, and we'll talk about that, uh, and, and what Penn State means and how significant it is, and also North Carolina. So the two states, are, you know, uh, one above and one below the state, have been poaching the hell out of uh, the state of Virginia's athletes, and I don't see any, uh, you know, n- nothing in sight that's going to slow that down. But let's get back to Marcus. Marcus, uh, like I said, from 757 Hampton Roads area, was an in- incredible athlete uh coming out of Hampton uh the city of Hampton had a great and i mean a great um col- uh, a high school career before going to college had a good college career as well remember he played quarterback uh for the Wahoos uh later in his college career but he was a wide receiver um at first and and he could you know the the, the guy could uh could pretty much do anything um you know that you that you wanted him to do he was that much of a difference maker all over the field so you know him converting to a quarterback from a wide receiver vice versa the man could just do anything he was the epitome of a team player when we're talking about someone who says i'll do it coach he was the i'll do it coach kind of a player you know when something needed to get done he did it and he did it at a high level and you know his nickname which the fan base affectionately calls him Biscuit, okay? So whenever you heard somebody say that name, they're talking about Marquise Higgins. So he has a very soft spot for, uh, for the hearts of the University of Virginia fan base. Now keep in mind, Marquise Higgins coached for three different regimes. And he came out of a – he came out – oh, he's been an alum – uh, since 2005, when, when, he, when he graduated and got out, he was 12 years uh, uh, on the coaching staffs at Virginia. Think about that. He's pretty much a lifer, a wahoo for life, we, we, You know, w- which is why I think a lot of the fan base is really upset with what's going on. I mean, he's going to, you know, now, usually, before we even talk about driving anybody out, Usually, whenever you get a new coaching staff, okay, so you had Grow, right? Then you bring in London, okay? London comes in. London appoints him because well, he was a grad assistant. London appoints him uh, as um, as the wide receivers coach. That's right, as a wide receivers coach in 2013 and was probably the the best move um And and probably the best position that UVA has had over the past 12 years, since Marquise Higgins has had that position over time, the wide receivers have probably played the best uh, on this team. And, you know, when I look at the way that he left, you know, and what he left is going to leave an incredible gaping hole, not having someone uh, you know, the caliber of Marcus Haggins. But yes, um, went through three coaches, 12 years, coaching regimes. You know, usually when you lose a coach or a coach leaves or is fired, usually they clean house because the coaches will bring in, you know, their own staff and, you know, you have to go find another job with another uh, uh, football program. So you can't, you know, Mark um, Coach who's at William & Mary right now, Coach London, appointed Marquise Higgins as the uh, receivers coach in 2013. Of course, you know, we know what happened with Coach London. Uh, just didn't work out, didn't have enough wins. He was let go. Then you had Bronco Mendenhall come in. And 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 nothing, I'm not saying anything negative about Bronco, but if you know anything about Bronco Mendenhall, he's the word quirky kind of comes to mind and it's not in a negative way i don't want people to to take it that way but it was he's he's a he's a very different thinker he's a little bit of a different communicator especially to the press you know or, or to the outward world outside of his uh the sanctity of his team you know in the locker room of course in the locker room the kids loved it they absolutely loved him and you can tell by the way they they celebrated in the locker rooms. You never saw any of that, you know, with this last regime, but that's another episode. Uh, we may touch on it a little bit, but goodness, that's another episode. But, um, but, but he, but he withstood, you know, being, you know, uh, in the Bronco Hall regime and did well, which is what he did most of his, his damage, meaning how successful his players were coming out of that air raid system. And, uh, the receivers were just top-notch. Um, I want to say, what is it? Uh, out of the past 15 years um, or 13 years, uh, what is it? Almost nine or 10 of his guys are in the top 10 of receiving at the University of Virginia. Unreal. Absolutely unreal. Phenomenal coach, man. Phenomenal coach as, as a, as a person-builder. Um, you know, sure X's and O's we get that part, but coaching is a lot more. As we know, if you've ever coached, it's a lot more than X's and O's. And, uh, you know, when you get into those X's and O's, you know, you need some mind share, you need some buy-in from these players in order for them to trust you in order for you to implement, you know, the product you're trying to feed them and think about it. He's went through three different staffs, all different philosophies. So, you know, I don't know if I'm giving you a tribute to coach Haggins which it seems like I'm doing that right now. But I got to talk about this because I did a show last night on one of my other platforms, and it was a long show, um, and it was very explosive and emotional. So I'm going to get to that, and I'm going to tell you guys kind of what was said and just kind of give you a little bit of a state of the fan base for the University of Virginia's football program. The playoffs are here. We are really excited about the new sports betting partner for the Locked On platform because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets, guaranteed. When you place your first $5 bet, just sign up at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel has all the favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game day parlay. All the app, all on the app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your bet, first $5 bet to get $150. It's free money, free bets, win or lose at fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partnered with the NFL thank you for making locked on Virginia your first listen of the day make sure you check out the brand new podcast locked on college basketball everything you need to know about college basketball in one place plus hear from big name experts insiders coaches and players locked on college basketball available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast so yes everybody jumping back into what Coach Hagen's meant to this community and this uh and this program. Quite frankly, he did the best job out of all of the coaches on the staff. Um and and one of my colleagues, you know, one of my colleagues that are uh in the press box with me, we had some some long conversations about this uh, you know, this, you know, what just happened about Coach Hagen's getting not or get or, or leaving. And then we kind of was thinking you know coach hagens has the chops and has you could just see it sometimes when you say you know that person is going to be a power 5 head coach you could just see that in coach hagens he's going to run somebody's power 5 program or definitely a head coach of the rest of a 5 program so um he's going to get a chance to to coach he just has it and like i said he he's uh a, a native son of Virginia, and is beloved from all over. So where he's going is Penn State. I said earlier, I will tell you where it is and, and why it's significant. Penn State has taken like the top – out of the top ten players in the state, Penn State, it almost has half of them. I think they have three to four uh, players out of the state of Virginia. At least in the top 15, they have four or five kids. You know, which is unreal to to get them out of uh, the state of Virginia, you know, to have them go up there, and then on top of it, North Carolina on the back end is just really just uh, dragging. You know, the uh, Virginias and the Virginia Techs, you know, in this state for for athletes and recruits. But Marquis Higgins will be going to uh, the Pitt, uh, Penn State Nittany Lions. The coach up there, they're getting a great one now. Um, the coach who they who he took over for was taylor stubblefield taylor stubblefield was the wide receivers coach and head of recruiting for uh the university of uh or or penn state university now Marquise haggins will fill that role entirely so he's going to be running the recruiting and uh coaching the receivers why this lateral move this is where it gets greasy, or it gets kind of tough, because you know reports have been said that you know Coach Elliott and Coach Hagen's really didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things. I think um, that wasn't the case; wasn't only the case in Hagen's departure. I want to say maybe you know Coach Tuesday is not there for a reason as well, and you know I think there is a lot of players who left. For a reason, um, I, I I can't say for sure. I can't tell you that it's the gospel that that, that it's you know the total truth of why. But you know you, you hear it so many times. And you hear it from different people, and, and 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 it's coming to you the same way from the sources. I reckon, and um, you know, I, I, I you know I'm kind of you know um, hot and cold on sources. Depends on who it is, but you know, that there was a story, you know, that's, that's going around. It's it's buzzing about how, you know, Marquise Hagans was, Marquise Hagens was belittled in front of not only the staff. Okay. But in front of the students, in front of the players, he's coaching, you know, in front of the team. I don't know what coach would, would do that to one of his, coaches on his staff I don't care what his position is you know coach Higgins is also remember he his title wasn't only wide receivers coach he was assistant head coach so so he had you know some experience and cachet you know there you know because he had been there for so long before you know the word is you know source say that he was uh belittled in front of the players is 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 a huge red flag and very concerning for uh for coach Higgins. you know you, you, th- there are more things coming there are more things that are happening with the current um hey coach and i don't know the man personally i just cover and you know you know you, you speak here here and there and and, and it's it's is, is really odd, or, or it's peculiar when you see it coming from not just the professionals, you know, the the the, the staff, or, or, or disagreements, strong disagreements with philosophies and the staff, but you get it a lot from the players. You see a lot of the players almost feel like you know th- this was you know a mistake to be here. Uh, at the University of Virginia, under this coach, and you know the show that I did last night was one of those ones that is for the books, for the archives to go back and watch and to, um, you know, and to study and take notes on because there was a lot of things that was said that you know from my, my other uh, team members, my Seven City Shop Talk members. There was also a lot that was said um, from the fan base, you know, there, you know, I, I can listen to messages or watch messages come across the message board and the fan base is absolutely irate. They are so upset that it almost feels like a force out, even though I think Marquise Hagan's just left. And, you know, it's almost like he left some people were saying because it was kind of an abusive situation or a situation that was not, uh, for him. Now, you know, I don't know if any of this is totally true, but it just felt like the kind of thing that you don't, you don't, uh, you know, you you don't recover from, you know, you know, if, if you had, you know, one of your superiors speak to you in a certain manner, you know, such a disrespectful manner that there's almost no way to come get, you know, to, to come back from it, uh, you know, in the eyes of, your peers in the eyes of the, the players that you're coaching. Um, but that's kind of the thing, you know, so he's going to Penn State. Marcus Higgins is, you know, in the, pretty much almost the same capacity. He's one of the top recruiters here at Virginia. He'll be the top dog recruiter, uh, coaching and recruiting, rec- recruiting coach at Penn State and, and the receiver coach. But don't forget, you know, another legendary Wahoo, one of the biggest legends of all time. Anthony Poindexter's up there. You know, he's coordinating the defense. He's a defensive coordinator up there. So right now, outside of the players, you know, and Penn State eating Virginia's lunch when it comes to recruiting, how about Penn State is eating Virginia's lunch when it comes to their own coaches as well? I think it's, you know, it makes me a little emotional. I, can't be, I think it's very pitiful. I, I think that – um And I get it, you know, I get it sometimes you can't get all of them, you know, you want to, you know, kind of do right by your people, you know, which is really what college always tends to be. You want to take care of your own. And this is not uh, this has not been a take care of your own situation. Um, You know, respect is something I think is uh, that's earned. um, And I don't know if you if you can earn it with some of the philosophy with the with with uh my way or the highway kind of philosophy uh coming into the building. That's kind of what I've been hearing from leadership from the top leadership at on the football program and is it has it has not gone over well. I think that a lot of people are upset that the fact that um we can't talk about the past and what has happened with you know the success of the offense and the success of what Bronco had when, and then had, when we're talking about the UVA's uh, passing attack, but when you bring it up, it's, it's something that's frowned upon by the head coach, but, you know, maybe sometimes he can harken back to when he's talking about Clemson. So it's almost like it's a, uh, you know, it's, it's a, uh, you know, a double-edged sword or, or a, um, you know, it's not equal, you know, it, you know, it's almost like, uh, you know, saying one thing, doing another. And, and, and that's something that's been out there as well, you know, in the, uh, you know, in the media place, you know, in the, you know, in the information in the rumor mills that that's something that's been going on as well, you know, and I kind of feel like this is, I don't want to call it like the beginning of the end, unless, you know, there there needs to be a, a huge turnaround. I don't know if Coach Elliott has the humility uh, somewhat to, to come in and speak to his staff and understand that we're in trouble right now, you know, as a team. We're we're absolutely in trouble um, going into this year. Uh, the recruiting, even though they did a good job of trying to maintain – the players that they had recruited to come but a lot of the players were three stars we lost a lot of players because of the tragedy you know coming off of the tragedy and then um trying to get these kids to play these young men to play you know i just really wonder what's going on behind the scenes i gotta i gotta get with one of my guys and a few of my other media folks and just kind of get an idea what the environment is like right now now that These young men have to go out and play football after a terrible year. And it seemed like it was kind of like a mutiny or revolt that was getting ready to happen, um, you know, with the uh, philosophy and not melding with it and not, you know, doing what needs to be done, which I'm all for coach coming in and implementing something. But. I don't know if Virginia is or was in the position to, to to demand and to make sure that it's a my way or the highway situation because you need those players. You need to, you know, come almost endear yourself to some of those players that are going to play for you every Saturday. You know, maybe some compensation or a compensation, not compensation, some um, some, you know, Working with each other, you know, working with each other on consideration, you know, on working with each other, on trying to figure out, all right, you know, I'll give a little, but you guys have to do this. You know, and maybe some of that went on. It didn't seem like it showed out on the field that much, but it just seemed like it was a my way or highway situation. It didn't go over well. And something has to change this year because the philosophy is not working. The Uh, The emotional buy-in from your vets didn't seem to work. So things have to change in a hurry, I think, in order to – and you got to bring in more talent, you know. Um, I think they did do a decent job, actually a pretty good job in the transfer portal, but, you know, if anybody knows anything, you don't build your team through the transfer portal. The lifeblood of your team are your recruits that you bring in and what level of talent they are. We got a ton of three-stars. I think we got one or two four-stars, you know, and um, I don't know how much those three-stars are going to play. I know the four-star linebacker, he'll probably play, but I don't know, man. You know, this is a difficult situation to navigate all around, and us in the media, you know, we're all just kind of – we have our popcorn just waiting to see what the next steps are when it comes to this football program because right now, you know – it's only been 1 year and I think it's a mess right now. I just my personal opinion, it's a mess and it's not all coach's fault. Um but uh you know he he's in charge of of this of this uh you know of of this situation right now. You know he's in charge of, of the bus and he's got to get this bus going in the right direction. Um not to mention he has to uh train these young men. He he has to help these young men and get over the tragedy of, uh, you know, of the, of the loss of, you know, their brothers, you know, um, in November. So this is difficult guys. And I just had to let this out, you know, because it was such an explosive show, uh, last night and, uh, it had to be talked about, but make sure you guys subscribe. And my question is how long do you think Tony Elliott stays at Charlottesville on the grounds? as the coach of the University of Virginia Wahoos, Cavaliers. I gotta know, I wanna hear your comments. I I wanna see your comments and then I I can respond as well. But um, keep in mind also, uh, North North Carolina, Virginia and Boston College uh, play at noon at the JPJ uh, this Saturday, I will be there, uh, ready uh, to watch this team continue to soar Clemson got a win uh, last night, and they look good doing it. You know, they played tough. So Clemson is up to 8-1. and one. Wahoos at uh, – or 9-1, and one, excuse me. And the Wahoos are up to 7-2. Uh, just holding on to the second-place uh, position in the ACC standings. The Hurricanes are 7-3. They're right on their heels. So uh, UVA has to win this game to separate themselves fully, you know, and, and have a full one-game lead over those – pesky hurricanes but uh, this has been a good show you know this is a show that will continue to bring you you know the raw and give you you know uh all the real stuff that's happening you know around the ground on the grounds you know at university of virginia but before we get out of here we got to thank you for making locked on virginia your first listen every day make sure you check out our brand-new podcast, Locked On College Basketball, everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you share, you like, okay, and subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe. Say that three times. Thank you, guys. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Go Wahoos.